0: At the end of our last episode, we made some jokes about how they might move that Amityville horror movie that we were going to tie into. I'm kind of excited about our next episode. One, we recorded it like six months ago. Oh, Um, that's right. Thank God. And we had to put it on the shelf. We had to put it on the shelf because um, uh, they moved the movie for like the fifth time, but I think with this, we're officially closing... I swear it. to
1: Christ, if it gets moved. <laughs> I
0: can't I'm imagine... Gonna, they're we're critical. just going to release it
1: as is and say, I, fuck it.
0: I can't imagine they're going to move the movie again a week before, two weeks before it comes out. And what we thought was impossible became possible when, on December 16th, Deadline announced... Less than three weeks before its scheduled launch, Dimension Films' supernatural horror pick *Amityville: The Awakening* has been moved from winter to a plum midsummer release date. The 17th installment of the franchise will go wide on June 30th instead of January 6th. So, because of that, we are releasing it anyway. Uh, hope you guys enjoy the rest of the episode. Uh, one other quick thing, wanted to note, we hit our goal of breaking the 5,000 download mark within the first year of tracking stats which means I ate a piece of Ghostbusters gum older than my co-host. If you want to see that, go to our YouTube channel. Just search Dissecting the 80s on YouTube. It's Ghostbusters Gum Challenge. Uh, Short, sweet, but kind of a silly thing. Uh, The contest to go along with that, we're going to weigh those cards. Um, All you have to do is email the show, dissectingthe80s at gmail.com, and tell us uh, what your favorite episode is. We'll randomly choose some people from those entries uh, to win some of these cards, and we'll we'll mail them out to you. Um, So include your mailing address, and we will send you the card in the mail, along with a thank you. Um, And we may read those on the air. Welcome to Dissecting the 80s. I am one half of the mega-podcasting powers, Trip Lano. With me, as always, a man who's equally sick of looking at this stupid house, the Macho Mandrew. Andrew Lano. I'm so sick of this goddamn movie. We're house. done, though. This is it. I know. This is this the is... merciful yeah. end of the three-part Trip and Andrew torture themselves for no reason whatsoever.
1: If we had watched this movie on a VHS tape or a, blue, or a DVD or a Blu-ray, I would have burned it. I would have been like, <laughs> let's burn this and post that shit on Instagram.
0: So this is Amityville 2, The Possession, which is a prequel to the original Amityville horror that came out in 1982. No, this came out in 1982 just for clarification's sake, not the original yes. film. And mercifully, we are we're donezo with Amityville films. We never ever 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 yeah. have to watch one again. I will never watch one again, even a even a remake, <laughs> never. Well, the reason we're doing this is because there is a new Amityville film out this week and a new remake. A new <laughs> a new boot. Isn't this, is it is it like the third or fourth reboot? I think it's a I think it's a third cuz there was the one with what, Ryan Reynolds, right?
1: Yeah, I almost said Matthew McConaughey, but that was...
0: No, that... That was Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, and then there was another one with a kid in a basement, I feel like, that was Amityville horror-related, or at least related to the Warrens. I think so. Oh, that was The Conjuring. No, no. That one? No, I remember the trailer having, like, a weird basement room where they're like, no one goes in there. Like, clearly, there's something hidden oh, in there. yeah, 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 yeah. Is it The Boy from Connecticut? Yeah, that's Haunting in Connecticut, which was uh, mm-hmm. also an Amityville story, and now this latest film which comes out this week. I think Chloe Moritz is in it, in the new yeah, one. I'm looking it Are you looking it up? or?
1: Yeah. Uh, April 1st, 2016. April 15th. April 1st. April 15th. The release date on Wikipedia says the first. The release,
0: the release date on the Google says April 15th.
1: The film is scheduled to be released on April 1st by Dimension Films. Originally set for January 2nd, however, it was removed from the schedule in May 2015. It was announced that it would be April 15th. Then on March 2nd, 2016... It is. Sl- it was slated to be released April first.
0: So the newest iteration is Amityville: The Awakening. Ooh. We've got Jennifer Jason Lee.
1: Well, I uh, that's one of those names that I'm like I know her, and then I look her up and I'm like, oh, okay. That's how I know you because she's what's her face's husband or, or wife, right? What? No, that's not who I'm thinking of. I thought she was Judd Apatow. No, I'm thinking this
0: <laughs> <clear enough. laughs> No, Jen- Jennifer Jason Lee is the. She was just in Hateful Eight, getting her teeth knocked out. I didn't see Hateful oh. Eight. She's like a f- famous 80s actress. Mm-hmm. I see that.
1: Single white female. Yeah,
0: That's some circa 1993 HBO breast right there. <laughs> she was in The Hitcher.
1: But yeah, it's one of those names that I always see, and I'm like, oh, I know you. And then I'm like, mm, I don't think I know you. Well,
0: they assembled a pretty awesome cast for their current remake. This, Seriously, This though. one, not so much. But we watched Ooh. Amityville 2, The Possession, so you know what that means. We gotta go pack, Marty. We gotta go dissect the 80s. Let's burn down
1: this fucking house, Marty!
0: We never have to watch it again, Doc. Ugh. When
1: the Mega Powers Explode!
0: I'm talking about the 80s. Oh, yeah. Great Scott! Cream of the Crop.
1: Oh, 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 yeah.
0: Mega Powers, yeah! When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going
1: to see some serious shit. I like that Wikipedia says, Amityville 2 set the pattern for low-budget sequels with
0: little (laughs) reference to real-life events in Amityville. So, this is the problem with this movie, because we're going to go right into the the Bug Nuts insane part of it. It's really incestual? Like, directly and overly gross
1: gross incest? Well, apparently that was like a conspiracy theory of the actual murderers.
0: Oh. Murderer, I did not know that. the
1: murder I googled. Okay. I did like 2 <laughs> seconds worth of google cuz I was like why is this here? There has to
0: like there's no way they were like,
1: "You know what? Let's make of the brother bone and his sister." Yeah. Like that there's there's no way someone saw Amityville
0: and was like, "That needs to happen." Just so people at home are clear, please never watch this movie. But that's actually what happens in the movie. Like they straight up They bone. consensually do it. Oh, did I ever tell you? Mom hates the the word the phrase "bone," <laughs> so we should stop saying she, it.
1: She told me that. She told me that when after she was like after when she listened to Ghost, she was like, "I just don't like the word bone." <laughs> and I was like, "Mom, I was like, we're not going to have this conversation, Mom." But okay,
0: because I'm not going to ask what words you prefer. So they do it. They do it. Super duper do it in the bedroom mm-hmm. of their parents' house. A brother and a sister. It is. So unbelievably unsettling and, un- and just utterly horrifying. <sighs> like I need a silkwood show. Oh my god! Ugh. I'm it's mean, hard. The whole movie is gross. The whole. <laughs> we've got we've got our old pal B- Pauly Bert Young showing up and
1: playing. Who is like I, I I forgot that that's who that was, but I was like he's like the homeless man's Bob
0: Hoskins. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be really happy if you told him that.
1: I'm sure. He, I mean, I'm sorry. That's a compliment, Bob to him. Hoskins. Bob Hoskins is like a national treasure. Yeah,
0: was. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know, but the Bert Young plays this really abusive, really abusive dad, like threatening straight out the stra- gate, straight, th- straight out threatening the gate. with guns, abusive, like crazy, abusive.
1: And that's what, like, the whole idea is that the the mythos of this universe is that the house makes the families crazy. Right. So this family moved in, and they didn't show them being like happy running around. They just instantly showed like dad's an asshole but
0: before they even get in the house he's shitty to the kid like they yeah i
1: i, I was like what what is happening i don't like this family right. i don't like we him. open
0: on moving day they're getting to the house for the first time they're unpacking the car Polly after the stereotypical creepy choir music yes
1: which actually kind of can... spoopy it's a little spooky, but I hate
0: it. Anyway, <laughs> it's move-in day, and Polly's unpacking the truck. No robot to be found. I guess he he left the robot for this human wife instead. He uh, for some reason. That's why he's abusive <laughs> with his family because
1: no, they're not they're not
0: the robot. Nobody can live up to his robot from Rocky IV.
1: What was her name? Did
0: she have a no. name? See our Rocky IV episode if you want more about Polly and a robot. And kind of highly recommend it. Happy birthday, Polly! Happy birthday, Polly! <laughs> What? You're talking like a girl now, Polly. How'd you do that? <laughs> I don't know. This isn't serious. <laughs> he reprogrammed it somehow. It's the one thing he's capable of doing. So, anyway, he call- walks over to his son who was driving in a separate car. And the son's like, Hey, Dad, I love driving this car. And he's like, Hey, you worth this piece of crap? What are you following your mother around? What? Yeah, you're too slow. And he starts like, hitting him in the bar. And like, they haven't even gotten into the house yet. So, mm-hmm. clearly. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> clearly, <laughs> he's, he was—he's just the worst. Yes, clearly, he was already abusive. The house didn't like make him abusive. Mm-mm. So they go inside, and it's the like exploring the house montage. the The wife turns the sink on, and it spurts blood out of the faucet like heavily. Okay, oh, it's it, it spurts very clearly blood, and then all of a sudden, it like
1: turns to rusty water, and then to clear. And she's like, "Oh, oh, yeah," and that's
0: like wasn't rusty I've water been, that was blood i've been places where you have to run the water for a little while if so, like no one's been at the house for a while you got to run them for a few minutes to clear the taps out and you know the pipes because it's mm-hmm. an older house this doesn't look like that it was viscous blood it's not viscous and goopy. yeah like i think there was some chunks of bits in it like it was clearly blood yeah. also i like that
1: we both use the word viscous it's the appropriate word I know, but it's it was a nice touch that we both <laughs> independently thought to use the
0: word I viscous. I actually wrote Viscous on my notes. We are real brothers. <laughs> also, the kids have a strange age range in this movie. Not for real life, but for movies. You rarely see the like seventeen, eighteen year old brother and sister and then a second pair that are like eight and nine. Yeah. That's not a common movie thing unless the movie is about like, oh, dad got remarried and there's two young kids and there's like conflict in the family. It, it was kind of And Alice. Yeah. <laughs> But it was <laughs> – <laughs> sadly, no, Alice. She would have really perked this movie up. Oh, my God. I wish Alice If we one. had Sam the Butcher just, like, showing up and, and helping save the day, I would have loved <laughs> this movie. What about Cousin Oliver? No. No Cousin Oliver. He can stay – He would have gotten murdered. He can stay – yeah. <laughs> and it actually might have been fun to watch Cousin Oliver get murdered. So maybe we bring him along. He could be one of the nameless victims.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I guess he wouldn't be a nameless victim given that we no. just referred to him by cousin name Oliver. three times. Moving on. Um
1: – Oh, and all the windows are nailed shut in the house. Yeah,
0: like that's not a clue.
1: of. This is also the prequel, by the way. This is the family, the murdered family that starts the all the bad things in the future yes. for the Lutz family. So,
0: what? Yeah, see, that's what I, that's where I'm confused, right? Because the idea is that the house is haunted and causes these problems. But I thought the point of the other movies was that this house has bad juju because, because. somebody murdered some people in here and therefore their spirits haunt the place.
1: Yeah, that's what I assume. So,
0: it's interesting to me that the house was haunted from the jump and we're just at murder just happened to happen. Well, apparently the Lutz family like petitioned and lobbied to get this
1: their names taken like printed on the movie poster to be like this has no association with the Lutz family. Oh, interesting. Mhm. So, th- it's also if it's a for a prequel, this has a lot of 1980s things.
0: Oh yeah, there's no thought given to the fact that this is supposed to take place before the other movie. In like the '70s, and this kid's got a Walkman and those tiny little headphones that uh, Star Lord wears. Yeah, very, very anachronistic all over it. So we can we yeah. continue this like exploring the house, unpacking montage, and the brother and sister are already straight out of that Christmas creepy Christmas Folgers ad from four oh, or five years ago. It's,
1: it is. And I was like, Ugh, this is unsettling. Please tell me this isn't Wikipedia. Oh no, that's exactly what's <laughs> yeah.
0: It's it's very telegraphed that these two are going to do it, and it's utterly, utterly horrifying because it's consensual. I it's just it's so weird to me. Well, also
1: neither of them are particularly talented actors, so it just feels
0: real. <laughs> it just feels gross and real. Well, I I would tell you that the the girl here in question was princess uh, in Bill and Ted. She was one of the princesses that gets saved. And then she also oh. played Monique in Better Off Dead, which is one of my favorite '80s movies with John Cusack. She plays mm-hmm. Monique, the French exchange student. Okay. So she's better later. The guy was in this, and then in the opening scene from Firestarter, he gets set on fire, and that's the only two things he ever acted in. Well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Have you ever seen Firestarter with Drew Barrymore? Uh, is
1: that the one with a little girl? Yeah, Drew. I was gonna say
0: he is he's the fire he's starter. the guy who makes like a snide comment to her and then won't get off the phone in a phone booth and she sets his b- boots on fire in the that's that's him i need to see that movie i've heard so much about it I it's really not it. very good but i know but that so that's the two the only two things this guy got in but i feel like if i'm a casting agent i'm watching these scenes and i'm like he's too good at this creepy incest stuff too mm-hmm. good sorry do you have a sister IRL, sir? <laughs> we can't. We, Should we, we can't hire concerned? you because you're too good at that thing that's too creepy for words. Sorry. Best of luck anywhere else. Uh, we're also introduced in this unpacking montage, apart from being introduced to incest, the literal Chekhov's guns that go into the basement. Mm-hmm. Dozens of them. And Chekhov's crossbows. Yeah, Polly has just an obscene amount of guns.
1: Too many guns. I was like, this is not... Like, the 80s... I don't remember other 80s movies having, like, this many
0: guns. Well, I think Captain Military Bullets from Girls Just Want to Have Fun had a probably an impressive gun cabinet, but he was a military man.
1: Yeah, but it didn't seem like that was a thing in the 80s. It wasn't like,
0: oh, we're all gun crazy. This this, this uh, era. I
1: think you just haven't been watching the
0: right movies. I,
1: think, I mean, aside from, like, The Terminator and Predator. Red Dawn. Oh, that's true. I have not seen Red Dawn. So... Nor have I seen the
0: remake. Stay Stay tuned for that one down the road one day mm-hmm. stay tuned um he just has an arsenal in the basement and so i thought this movie was going to end with like a old west shootout of some capacity a very tarantino as <laughs> just like bullets flying and blood splatter but no or it's gonna end as like this is actually a prequel to Tremors. <laughs> i would be and he's really so to excited guy. if this turned out to be Bert and tremors that would be amazing uh if only <laughs> Now that we've watched Ghosts, I think we need to switch to, I wish I was watching Tremors, because it would be so much better than this stupid movie. So, they're around the dinner table, and weirdly, like, a mirror cracks? A mirror falls. And then shatters. No?
1: It falls first, and the dad yells at the son, and then the mom freaks out because everyone's fighting. And then they hang it back
0: up, and then it cracks because the son looks at it. That's right. And so immediately you know things are about to go down and everybody turns in for the night and we get a pretty cool, I will say credit where it's due, pretty cool shot that's like kind of floating through the house. There the
1: cinematography in this movie is surprisingly good. It's like overall, yeah, it's I was I was injo- I enjoyed. No, it's
0: it. really well shot, and the effects are cool too. But just it's a gross movie. That I I just yeah. I'm baffled that anybody approved a movie that is so heavily reliant on a on a consensual incestual relationship.
1: Well, is it is it
0: would it be worse if it was non consensual? I think it's I think it's creepier that they're both into it than he's a monster and attacked his sister. okay that 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 to me he's possessed and then it does not right you know what i mean like if it's just he i mean i would i would be equally uncomfortable in a movie that would have a long scene of sexual assault because that's uncomfortable and gross but it's weirder to me you mean like the one we watched two weeks ago (laughs) yes exactly so oh oh you know (laughs) that movie that we already watched so like that's uncomfortable and gross to me but it's unsettling in a way that's deeply disturbing differently to me like they're both terrible they're both tens right but for some reason yeah. <laughs> that it's consensual between the two of them is worse in my brain and i can't give you a good explanation as to why but it makes them both weirdos which i i mean, like fair I, enough I, I, I mean i guess in a hypothetical universe if nobody's getting hurt who cares but it's just weird it's just weird i can't mm. i can't condone it i'm sorry even clueless is a little weird even the end of Clueless is a little weird, and they're step-siblings. Right, right. Sisters. Like, it's strange for that to be circumstances. And so if it was at least step-siblings, you'd be like, all right, well, you know, they didn't, they're didn't. they not blood-related. Like, it's weird, but I, they're human beings. Whereas it's like, it's your sister, and it's your brother. Like, come on. Bro. Yeah. Gross. That's your bro. Girl. Yeah. So Polly is constantly out of breath. I don't know if you picked up on that. He really but he is. is like wheezing all over this movie, and and like every time he gives a line that's more than three or four words long, and it, he's like going up in, in in pitch, getting angrier. He's like <laughs> by the end of it, and I just wanted him to sit down and just get a, get, get a, him a nebulizer. Yeah, just take a second. You'll just just take a second, buddy. Take a puffier inhaler. Like it's fine. Right.
1: So. We get lots... Also, we forgot we failed to mention exactly how quickly it escalated at the dinner table from the mirror fell to instantly everyone shouting at oh, each yeah. other. Oh, yeah.
0: This is a family very, very much on the edge. Because I was like, how
1: have they not murdered each other already? <laughs> like, before moving into this house, how do they not just kill each other? Right.
0: So, there's, like, a big commotion upstairs in the kids' room, and the paintbrushes in the kids' room start floating and drawing and writing on the wall. And Polly mm-hmm. and the wife go running up the stairs and burst into the room. And then he's like, what's going on here? And he immediately leaps to the conclusion that the fi- – the, well, how old do you think these kids are? Eight nine-ish? Seven, eight, eight, nine. Something okay. like that. He leaps to the conclusion that these children who are maybe in second grade have written a full, complete sentence in four foot high. Honor flesh. thy father, pigs. Yeah. yeah. And – Wrote it in like four foot tall letters, floor to
1: ceiling. Yeah, it's there's words at the top. There was like these kids are not. uh, There's no ladders in this
0: room, right? Unless they did like two kindergartners in a trench coat stand on each other's shoulders. It's pretty much impossible for them to have done this. And yet his response is to take off his belt and start beating them and slapping his. Yeah, he knocks her over. Like, what in the hell
1: are we watching? Why? And then she runs down and is like, I'll kill you and scratches his face. And then he knocks her again. And the, and the brother, the older brother comes down the stairs and picks up the shotgun all possessed like and sticks it in his dad's neck. And I was like, this is the point where shit got too real. Right. The shotgun is what made you, this too you real?
0: finally felt the need to step in because the shotgun part. Guys, guys, let's let's examine ourselves. And then he puts his headphones on and we get demon voice of like, kill them all. Why didn't you kill, kill him? Kill them all. It was a decent demon voice, though.
1: Um, Yeah, it asks why it didn't kill him, so we get the idea that, ooh, the spirits made him do it. Um, And this is the point that I realize that they should have shown this family being happy before the decline into, like, they hate each other if the house is supposed to be the evil one. Otherwise, this is just a shitty family, and I don't really care. Right,
0: that's exactly the problem with this movie. The formula for this needs to be everything's idyllic. Oh, no, it's getting kind of weird. Oh, wow, that was really weird. Oh no! The shit's hit the fan. Big bad, big bad ending. The yeah. formula for this movie is everybody hates each other. Oh, that was kind of strange. Everyone's fighting. Oh, he mil- murdered everybody. There's still 35 minutes left in this movie. The- I hated this movie's pacing. <laughs> there should not have been 35
1: minutes after the murder. No, scene.
0: it felt like they were trying to do the Psycho ending where he like whips around and he, you know, he's revealed he's a loony. But instead. Mm-hmm. In Psycho, that's like ten minutes, maybe eight minutes. It's a mm-hmm. more than half an hour of this movie is. It's also not
1: been teased the entire time. No, not at all. We also don't watch him like put on his Mama Bateman wig for twenty for twenty five minutes.
0: Right. So after the big fight, the mom's like, "All right, clearly this house is messed up. Let's bring in a We're priest." Going to church. Yeah, we go, yeah, we go to church. Bring home the priest. Paulie is having none of it. He is not a church man at all. So he starts yelling at his yeah. wife again. And then, in front of the priest. And then, while the priest is like unpacking his bag and doing some stuff, the kitchen goes bananas. Like the stuff's falling off the walls, plates are getting smashed. And again, the five or seven or whatever year old child is in the kitchen. And the priest comes in, and Polly comes in, and he's like, Oh, what's happening here? And Polly immediately starts beating the child. Like, and he's like, This is a playground. And I was like, Polly, how do you think that kid knocked down all of the cabinets? (laughs) Tell you what. You can beat him to death if you explain to me your theory on how he was able to do this. <laughs> I will. I will. Short of short of witchcraft, <laughs> to explain this explain one. Explain using Polly. your logic how this child did it. I'm the priest. I'm going to stand back and listen. And if, if if you if you come up with a good explanation, I'll let you beat him to death. I will just. I'll. I'll bless yeah, it. I'll, yeah. Here's my holy water thingamajigger. I'll I'll do it while you're doing it. So here's my urban freezer. Yeah. And instead, the priest is just like, yeah, I think I'll come back another day. This is clearly not appropriate. It's like, dude, you leaving
1: is not appropriate.
0: Right. Like, I kind of feel like your job is to protect this kid now. You're the outside adult who's seeing a situation of of abuse. Maybe step in. Maybe call an authority. Mm -hmm. Or just be like, hey,
1: wife, if you need to get out, I can help you. Not just, sorry, lady, your husband hates me. I got to (laughs) go. Yeah. Peace.
0: And then he goes out to his car and his Bible's been shredded in the front seat. And it's just like crumpled Bible pages all over the place. And he should have realized at this point, something is wrong. Well, he does advocate for an exorcism pretty quickly. I, I will give him some credit. He does He, he does, does quickly go to like, oh, clearly this place needs to be exorcised. There's a demon inside.
1: And then it's like this, like two, 20 minutes later, the mom is like, you're going to church and apologizing in front of your children or I'm leaving. Yeah. You.
0: To which his response is. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> and thinking about hitting her, but doesn't. Mm hmm.
1: So they all leave except for the older son, which why was if the whole point was to apologize in front of the pre in front of the kids. Maybe let's bring all the kids. Yeah. guys.
0: no. Instead, he stays up in his room by himself, alone in his headphones, sulking like a weirdo. And hears the spooky noises and explores the house and goes into the creepy
1: crawl space that's covered in flies, where an arm is hanging out of the wall. <laughs> yes, just
0: casual dangling arm. Who whose arm is that supposed to be? Like, does, is there no another prequel we're going to get that explains the origins of why this house is haunted? Because that's what a prequel is supposed to do. Explain why it's <laughs> haunted. The point of the prequel is to explain the events of the first movie. This does none of that. It's not to provide more questions. <laughs> You're supposed to answer the questions. This doesn't answer a single question about why the house is possessed. Not Mm-mm. one. And then... I did like... this is Sorry, I, along that along that spot, I did like... There was kind of a cool... Overhead shot of the brother. Oh yeah, the house that, that flips and and comes upside down and then rotates to be right side up. And it's like the it's as if you're the demon, kind of floating behind him, jumping in front of him, and then being like blah. And so it's it's kind of a cool, creepy shot. I do. Like, it's this very carnival
1: like uh, fun house cinematography, and it's really cool. Right. It's the only redeemable thing about this
0: whole. Yeah, movie. and it's it's unfortunately only a handful of scenes that get the really cool treatment. Most of, most of it's pretty standard filmmaking. But at this one juncture, he gets all chased through the house by this possessed spirit. It's sort of like now, Evil Dead with the like zoomy, runny two guys holding a board with a camera in the middle deal. Yeah.
1: Now I kind of, I kind of hate invisible antagonists. How do you feel about them? M- mostly hate. Okay. Cause I, I hate when it's sort of a, like zooming in on a dude's face over and over again of him being like, Ooh, ah.
0: I think you can stage it really cool. Like I think you can do this guy's fighting an invisible monster and you see the punches landing but you can't see the monster and you like both people are getting some attacks in. This the yeah. the thing you describe, which is what most of them are, of just like a rapid zoom in and out on your face, like ah, ah, and just the guy screaming or mm-hmm. the girl screaming is really boring to me. This one, I did kind of like the weird implication that the demon was literally jumping up and down on his belly because it kept getting like really squished and then it would puff out. It confused me.
1: I I couldn't. I was like, what is happening? Is it is it is it boning him? Is it getting him pregnant? Oh, it's squishing his belly. Okay.
0: Yeah, I I got the I I got the idea. You thought he was getting pregnant? I guess nothing would surprise me in this movie, given that it's clearly incestual. This movie is gross and weird. <laughs> is it a man baby? He's just, like, walking around pregnant?
1: I mean, maybe it'll be, like, a ghost baby or a demon baby, like Rosemary's
0: baby. I will say very, very, very small credit that they didn't have the sister pregnant with a demon baby because I thought that was where that was oh, going. I thought that was it. I thought that yeah, was it. and I was like, oh, man, this is going to be the worst double or triple worst. But, n- no, they, they they don't get that far. Um, there's a weird explosion in the house. In the, in the yeah, the basement explodes, and then the
1: Bilko doors just go. Open. Yeah,
0: and it's it's just kind of shrugged off as a thing, and then I guess that is supposed to imply that the brother has been really taken over by the demon because we get like a Mike Myers from Halloween stalking shot of she's in her room brushing her hair, and he's like creepily walking into her room in and, the window, and, yeah, and watching her, or yeah, in the doorway, yeah. I should say.
1: And then he's like, "Let's play a game. You're a beautiful model, and I'm a famous photographer." Okay,
0: wait, time out. Before that is another...
1: Oh, she, where she says, like, sex life, mom and dad's yes. sex life? Why? How do we keep picking movies
0: where this is a thing? It's not a thing, people. <laughs> Don't talk about your parents' sex life. They, they have a full-on conversation that includes the line, Mommy doesn't want to make love to daddy anymore. What? What? Uh, what? Uh, Why are you... Uh, uh, I can hear her crying in the bedroom while they do it. What? What are you why saying? Are you listening? Why are you
1: listening for it? <laughs> what is happening? You gross, gross weirdo. What
0: is happening? Oh, this family is the most fucked up one I've ever seen in a movie. That includes the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is about a bunch of hillbillies who kill people and wear their skin. This is weirder. This, this family is weirder. This is more upsetting. Who and what and why and where. What is happening? Also how? Also huh? huh? I would jump out the window. I would kill myself. I would would head first jump out the window if that was knowledge that I had in my life. I would would rather go into
1: the lake. I would swim right into the middle of the lake and let myself drown. Like
0: what the hell? Hold on to some rocks.
1: Take me down. And then they play the model photographer game, and he says, "Take your nightgown off." Then her immediate response isn't, "You're a fucking grosso. Get out." (laughs) It's just for a second. Yeah, that's too many seconds. I cannot – I just – I cannot understand. That is too many (laughs)
0: seconds to be naked in front of your brother. I just – I just don't understand. Like, I can. we talk about this a lot, but, like, there's so many people involved in start to finish on a movie. And at no point (laughs) – Movies don't just happen. (laughs) At no point did anybody in this process be like, hey, I really don't think this is a good idea. Why is this happening? Can a – Screenwriter, can you explain this to yeah. me? What, what is the purpose of this being a really just casual, cool, incestual relationship that's the crux that of later this gets, movie?
1: That later gets explained away as like, I don't feel guilty about it at right. all. Right!
0: What the fuck? I'm sorry, I don't like to swear that much, but holy shit, what the fuck is this movie? I don't understand, because
1: I was waiting for it to be like, oh... It's not. He's not really their son. Like they found him on the side of the road, or (laughs) anything. Literally anything. They're
0: actually raising Rosemary's baby. Yeah, that. Like that. I would have been okay with. Yeah. It would be so easy for this to not be the creepiest, and instead,
1: like, if they had done this scene, and then everyone been like, "What? That was incest," and then later been like, "He's not really your brother." He, he We found him on our doorstep, and we raised him as our own. Like, okay, now it's not incest. Now it's just yeah. weird. I
0: mean, it's still weird if they grew up together, but at least there's a layer of protection in there. Instead, mm-hmm. the, she— There's zero protection there. She, she takes off her clothes, and then just, like, goes to put them back on, and he's like, no, don't do it. And he sits down next to her, and he leans in, and they make out, and then mercifully— No,
1: and then he hands her her own panties. <laughs> He says, I took these from the laundry.
0: <laughs> I didn't remember that at all. I blocked it out. Yeah, and what the hell, lady? <laughs> Gentlemen. You are not
1: going to survive in this world, girl, if you aren't immediately fl- flight in that situation. Yeah, I, don't,
0: I don't understand how this is a thing that exists. I just, it's so deeply, deeply disturbing and confusing. Yeah, so they bone, and then they smash like, cut the I'm sorry, I, I got...
1: <laughs> We're not done yet. 1979
0: rolls around. Amityville horror comes out. It's a pretty big hit. The studio's like, you know what? Let's make another one of them. And then the guy comes in for the the pitch and is like, okay. So it's a prequel that explains, well, nothing. But it also has the guy from Rocky and the brother and sister do it consensually. And they're both okay with it.
1: Also, the guy from Rocky is like super abusive the entire time. Yeah. He punches
0: his wife. Not because he's possessed. Not because he's possessed. He's just an asshole. Yeah. And they're like, all right, here, here's a check, blank check, you yeah. take it. I don't care if you shot this for a thirty dollar budget, like w- a major studio back. Yeah, film. this is not some like weirdo indie hipster art film. It's like a major studio production, the crux of which is a consensual ancestral relationship. What in the name of all that is holy? Well,
1: apparently, um, the guy George Lutz wanted the sequel to be based on the book amityville horror part two but the producer got a deal with the book murder in amityville so that's why that happened and i don't know if the
0: murder in amityville book has the incest plot i mean as you said it's alleged to be part of the reason for the original murders but yeah uh, where does it say sweet that um
1: sassy mo lassie. this is just the <laughs> weirdest the story introduces a speculative controversial theme including an incestuous relationship between Sonny and his teenage sister, who are based loosely on Ronald DeFeo Jr. and his sister Dawn and their rumored incestuous relationship.
0: Yeah, It's just I've seen other movies that either imply an incestual relationship or have an incestual relationship, and it's always creepy. I'm looking at you, Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah. Yeah. It does have Avengers Age of Ultron is definitely Folger's commercial ajace. They did that they did that on purpose though. What?
1: Uh, they didn't tell Kevin, not Kevin Smith, they didn't tell Joss Whedon that. Who didn't tell Joss Whedon uh, that? Olsen and What's-His-Face. The guy, the people who played Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Didn't tell him what? That they were playing it that way. How could he not have seen it? He was directing the movie. But, but they, they, it never came up as like, hey, so we're kind of playing with the incestuous part. They were just like, this is how we're doing it.
0: And he never was like, um,
1: are things happening? What's up?
0: Yeah, that's weird. But Joss Whedon's a weird guy, so maybe he just let it fly. But, like, you can... Like, I've seen other movies that do that, right? Like, they exist. And they didn't disturb me as much as this. And I think it's, like, the weird implications of the whole thing are really just super-duper upsetting. Yeah, everything is gross. So she goes to confessional and is like,
1: I went all the way with my friend, and I was like, oh, God, the priest is going to know everything. Yep,
0: and he does. He totally does. So then he he comes to bless the house and the brother is just like staring a hole in the side of his head the whole time he's there slamming doors with his mind and he goes upstairs to do the holy water diffuser thing splashing the holy water and and the the, the mom goes wait my room
1: father and he goes and he goes especially my bed and i was like oh
0: let's no <laughs> See, I thought we were going to get the not- Carmela Soprano situation where, like, she was on a break from Tony and she started to try to have sex with a priest. But instead... Oh. Instead, he's just splashing the holy water and suddenly there's a scream and it turns out the holy water thing was full of blood somehow, magically. And he's been splashing blood
1: and his hand is covered in blood, which he brings that hand to his mouth, then runs to the bathroom and turns on the water, which I thought was going to be blood yeah. again. It no. wasn't. So he... And then... He, but he he turns in the water and starts scooping water into his mouth to drink it with his blood yeah, hand. Yeah, it was
0: really dumb. Dude. Wash. Thoroughly. That's the blood yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah. Like, Use the other yeah. one. Stick your whole head in the shower or something. Just don't do that. You have to. <laughs> so he realizes the house needs an exorcism, and he calls on the high priest, who is... I don't remember. The scary German guy from Monster Squad. Are you kidding me? How did I not catch that? <laughs> it's totally scary German guy. Uh,
1: Leonard Camino. Chancellor? He
0: probably... Yeah, yeah, it is.
1: Yeah, feature... He's he's best known for the feature film Monster Squad as Scary yeah, German Yeah, I was
0: like, oh my god, it's Scary German Guy! What's he doing here? And he is here basically to be Scary Catholic Guy who refuses basically. to give an exorcism. And that's like a a B or C plot, I guess, that the priest keeps trying to be like, let's exorcise it. And he's like, nah. Like, no, no, nah, we're fine. Can, but seriously, we need to exercise this house. I think you're exaggerating. Shut I, up. I mean, my holy water thing. It was full of blood. Uh, you're probably tired. But, you're probably just tired. But like a lot of people saw it, sir.
1: Like many, many. I guess you're all tired. Uh, all right. Go on that camping trip or whatever you were going to go on.
0: <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Like, why is the, this? is such a bizarre movie. Like, I I don't understand how anyone ever read this script and approved it. Based on the fact that it's mostly gibberish. Um, we cut back to the Amityville house, and it's the older brother's birthday, and he gives his sister mm-hmm. a hug that's, like, real lingering, and he also touches her butt. And and mom immediately is like, what? What did I just see? <laughs> well, he picks up – he goes to blow
1: out the candle, and it keeps relighting, and I thought it was demon candle. Yeah. No, it's just a trick candle. And then he picks up the brother – his little brother and sister. I was like, he's going to kill yep. him and he didn't he didn't yep. surprisingly but I, I was like he's just gonna smash their face into the yep. cake and murder them yep both. that's
0: what totally what i thought and instead he goes up into the attic and literally turns into a demon and then his sister comes upstairs and
1: is like i thought maybe you, you might want to bone again for your birthday i know your friends are downstairs in our family but maybe you want to bone again
0: <laughs> and he's like i'm not look to be i'm because he, he turns into mr Hyde. <laughs> his skin's like rippling and bubbling and stuff it's it's cool. It's cool makeup effect, but ugh. yeah. Uh, and then the mom confronts the sister and is like, <laughs> and it's like, what the hell did you <laughs> can do? Can you can you please tell me that I'm what I thought I saw was not what I saw? Because holy shit, <laughs> girl, girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad there's one audience surrogate in this movie at any point that's like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> this isn't okay. Uh, so slight fast forward, I guess, to that evening. It's time for a good old fashioned murder rampage, but don't worry, guys. We're only an
1: hour into this hour and forty minutes. Th- that's movie. okay.
0: So that's the problem. So it starts up, and I'm like, "Wait a minute!" I hit the I hit the button. I can see the timer, and I'm like, "This is going to be a thirty minute death sequence." And I, then I went, "No, oh, you know what? I bet this is one of those terrible movies with like twelve and a half minutes of credits to stretch out the runtime." mm-hmm both no, wrong it's, not it's totally not that there's a weird third act no one asked for that's like a or needed yeah. or wanted yeah so he he runs through the house he shoots his mom shoots his dad and he kills his little sister and then the, and then the little
1: brother abandons yes
0: them. and he goes running away and the older sister and the younger brother are like running through the house for like a minute and where he then kills the little brother Cause she goes to the doors and
1: they're locked, obviously, and then goes to the windows and they're nailed shut. And I was like, "Girl, would you smash a window? Right. Like, get jump out the so window." So she picks up a chair. She picks up a chair and, like, half acidly pokes the window <laughs> with it. Put your back into <laughs> like, it. Like, come on, grab, throw it, throw it at. Do the... you want to die? Do you want to Clearly die? She does because she's she's dead. Yeah, he knocks her on the stairs, and I thought he was gonna make her put like suck on the
0: barrel and then kill her because that's what it looked like it was about to happen oh god that would be so much worse
1: i i'm this movie went there though. I, I
0: i'm not condemning you for having that thought i just that made me squicked like that would be so gross mm-hmm. and then it cuts i was because to the priest waking yeah. up and i went oh it was a dream and sequence. i i was so angry that i was like wait a minute like what what is happening here Well,
1: I was like, like, okay, that makes sense that, you know, the murder wouldn't happen at this point in the movie. We have still movie left. Now it's going to be the priest is racing to, like, warn the family. And it's going to pad it out, which, okay, fine. No, he gets there and they're all dead.
0: (laughs) Because it was real. (laughs) There's an ambulance outside. And I guess this priest just has visions. It's just filled with bo- with body bags. <laughs> and the priest keeps making them open the body bag and then blessing the dead person inside it there's like he does like three of them where he's like open it up
1: what's not a lead line body bag <laughs> dude you can just
0: bless yeah it. but they like needed to prove to the audience they were really dead i guess that they're like no all right hold on uh, crossing them and stuff and suddenly the, and the brother's weeping on a police car and the police are like
1: get over it dude yeah and it is Did you notice how like glib they were about yeah it? they were like
0: <laughs> they were like cheer up buddy it'll be fine yeah. uh, he just murdered his whole family it's super duper or not they fine. got murdered in front right. of right and so at this point i wrote down what are we doing for 30 more minutes of this movie as and what are we doing Trip? <laughs> as we find out it's l- a lot of the priest begging to, con- to perform an exorcism and the kid's sitting in a jail cell Mm-hmm. It's torturous, and there was a funeral sequence. Yeah, it's unnecessary. They they let him go to the funeral in a cop car, which I feel like they wouldn't let him do if he was the primary suspect. No, they wouldn't. They'd be like, "Fuck you." Yeah, dude. like you murdered them. You don't get to send them off. Sorry. So he's in his prison cell and trying to do an exorcism, like real a quickie exorcism, which I'm pretty sure is not a thing. No. Like this, no, there's, there's not a drive-through head... option on that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you don't get, like, the number two special and an exorcism yeah.
0: <laughs> with a Diet Let me coat. get a large holy water, uh, one of those blessed cloth things, and uh, two copies of the Bible, because just in case one gets messed up. And a curly fry. <laughs> oh, yeah, super snacky.
1: <laughs> like, real peckish, And then he
0: attacks the priest, right? Yeah, and I will say... As he's blessing him. He, he does a pretty good demon performance, like, the as he's coming uh-huh. after the it's priest nice. and, and, and yelling at him and insulting him and stuff. It's kind of like uh, Mia. Mia in
1: the new evil dead spoiler alert
0: yeah then. no he does a pretty good job with that I, I i thought it was a little bit more smiling psycho norman batesy but yeah i i dug it because mm-hmm. then they have a conversation
1: the demon and the priest have a conversation right of like you can't possess me you can't exercise me you don't have the you don't have the rights or whatever whatever the phrasing is you don't have the,
0: the authority is that it i thought there was another like a word i not the blessing to do it i don't know that might be it. You have to get, like, three levels of approval to do an exorcism. It's not just, like, a casual thing. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking the truth. Like, there's actually a... okay, okay. There's actually a roadmap for this, I guess, in Catholicism to actually perform these. So, the priest is, like, staring at the house from the street, and this random old lady shows up, who we've never seen before in the movie, and we never see again. They never will again. And she just shows up to dump a bunch of exposition about it being possibly an ancient burial ground. and it's just the laziest screenwriting and stupidest screenwriting of just how could anyone possibly care about this like what are we doing no one cares no what are we doing here they've already
1: been murdered the movie should be yes it should like end the role yeah
0: the movie ends with the murders that's how this movie ends we don't get another half an hour or if you want it can be five minutes after and the the Lutzes move in
1: if you want to do yeah, that.
0: Yeah, that would be fine if you were managed to get those actors together and like that, you know, the house is for sale for real cheap kind of thing. So the priest gets a call from the dead girl, which is bizarre. Mm-hmm. Like a repeat of a call she made earlier to come be like, Hey, my brother's being real weird. Can you come help? And he was like, No, nah, I'm going camping. I really need your help. Yeah, and he put the phone off the hook. Um he gets his po- uh possession exorcism plan rejected another time where he's like, Alright, clearly. This this guy has a demon or something inside him. We gotta we gotta exercise it. And we gotta step up it's our game. Scary guys. German guy is still like nah no no thanks we're good. So is there a lamp involved? <laughs> if there's a lamp involved, go. We, for we it. are only performing lamp based exorcisms at this time. See Amityville Four back in February for more <laughs> about evil lamps and this particular film series. Um, he's getting shock therapy. Sure, why not? And so that's an element that gets introduced and really quickly discarded. And then he decides to perform a rogue exorcism once he sees the guy laying in a bed with Save Me written on his arm. So Mm -hmm. one of the cops starts to help him and they sneak the kid out. Because, yeah, that's definitely what you need to do. Right. So, with a murderer. Unhandcuffed, just casually, like in the front seat of his car. He tries to take him to church, and then there's a big ball of flame that shoots out of everywhere. It seems like, <laughs> and the
1: I think that's what happened in the other Amityville with the, with uh, with Aunt Becky. <laughs> there was remember the car. Yeah, fire? there was
0: random fire in Amityville three. Um, so the guy the guy runs away and like runs back into the creepy house, and we see that there's like a ghost portal in the basement where mm-hmm. he's talking to ghosts, which is something they brought back for Amityville three. But I don't think... They teased that in this one before. Right. It was never confirmed until now. But I don't think that the ghost portal in the basement was in the original movie. No. No. It
1: wasn't. Okay. It had
0: nothing to do with that. (laughs) Okay. Because it was weird that there was like a thematic link between that weird thing. Um, There's a huge flood of blood when the father arrives. Like just... It's like the Gallons of blood. Yeah, really. And then a fight with the demon and the priest up in the attic... Mm -hmm. and the demon turns into princess joanna again
1: yeah i this this movie the end of this movie i was like come on
0: (laughs) it's so long it's got more false endings than lord of the rings just end it already so the princess starts coming after the priest and doing like a reverse confession where she's like it turned you on knowing i did it didn't you 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 liked it didn't you priest gross priest (laughs) So then he gets close to her and it turns back into a full on demon. And I'll have to say mm-hmm. pretty cool demon. Yeah. I like it. It looked
1: like the one. Well, although after the, after the brother had been like possessy, I was like, Oh, okay. I like where, I like where this went.
0: Yeah. Uh, he starts like his skin's falling off and like bubbling out, like a creature's molting out from inside him. And the creature that comes out and starts like dancing around basically and like fighting or whatever, uh, um, the the creature that it turns into it looks a lot like the one in part three. Also, the thing from in the yeah. water, the lamp. yeah, no, not, not oh, the no, lamp. Never mind. The fourth one. <laughs> yeah, the fourth lamp. one is the lamp. The, f- the third one is the creature in the pit. Remember, they had like the daughter. Yeah, they I know. I, I took me okay, second yeah. now. The the like the like water the water demon yeah. Thing. Um, the the priest starts being like, "Take me instead, take me instead, take me instead," and then there's a huge explosion, and the kid seems to be cleansed. And, and, like, floats down gently. Yeah. And he's outside, and there's a bunch of cops, and they just kind of, like, gently grab the kid, and are like, come on, buddy. We're going to take you in. And they do that, and we cut to the priest upstairs, and, oh, my God, the priest Which is possessed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then real yeah. credits. So finally, mercifully, this movie is over. An hour and a half later. Uh, I think, as would not recommend. <laughs> I'm not even going to let you ask, <laughs> ask the question. Just would not recommend. This is what I'm putting into hard pass territory. Negative 10 out of 10 on Yelp. <laughs> but what I am going to do is ask you this really hard question. Since we watched oh. three Amityville movies oh. and we're done with them forever, marry F. Kill, Amityville 2, Amityville 3, Amityville 4. Um, Kill this one. E- easily. Easily.
1: And then I think... Mary, the one with Aunt Becky. Okay. Because Aunt Becky and Helen Hunt are there. Yeah. Was it Helen yeah. Hunt? Yeah. I think it was. So Helen like, Hunt. I get to hang. Out. I think it was. And then I guess uh, F the fourth with one, the evil lamp. With the lamp. The lamp. I
0: think I like the evil lamp one more than the Aunt Becky one. Really. really?
1: It was short. It was, it was
0: short, short and so preposterous as to be fantastic. <laughs> like the, the, the it's, it's frankly an episode of ours that I really do like, even though the movie is abjectly terrible. Like I think we ha- it, yeah. so I feel like I'd have a lot more fun having to rewatch the one with the lamp, given the, given the, the requirement of this question. Um, but three had some moments too. But I'm just really what yeah. I'm most glad for right now, more than anything, is that I would never have to watch an Amityville horror movie again for any reason. This stupid. House. <laughs> like if I do it from this point forward, it's there. It's on me. It's on, <laughs> you did this to yourself. <laughs> like I know that we set the schedule for this podcast, but you know we have the part four thing. It was gonna have to be watched for that. We did the 3D thing. A it 3D made sense of that. So and lastly, that there was one coming out. I was like, all right, we got to do Italian and. We might as well finish up the rest of this garbage soup, and so we're done. We've eaten all of the garbage yep. soup. Yay. <laughs> <sighs> do you want to do everybody's favorite segment, hot tag taglines? You go first. Okay. I have one in my head. I just need to okay. It out. Uh, hot tag tagline: Amityville Two, The Possession, The One with Incest. Hot tag tagline: Amityville Two.
1: The possession of your sister's panties.
0: Oh, oh, that's horrible! I hate you! I hate you for saying those words. I, <laughs> I meant possession is no, 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 You don't get to explain yourself out of it. You said it. You got to lie in it. You created <laughs> this bed. It's yours forever now. Ew. You don't get a. You don't get a free pass out of there. Ugh. Well, we're done with Avenue forever and ever. I really wish mm-hmm. that I had a VHS tape of all, all of them that we could ceremoniously set on fire and put on YouTube because that's what Even if given
1: the option to, like, go visit the actual house, I would be like, hell no. Oh,
0: absolutely not.
1: If I have to look at that garbage <laughs> house, I will set it it's on fire. It's not even
0: far. It's in New Jersey. It's really not far from where we live, but never in a million years. No, it's not. Yeah, no, never happening. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts? Uh, don't, guys. <laughs> To the characters in the movie and to the people listening. Just don't, guys. Uh, Well, I think that about wraps it up for this episode of uh, Dissecting the 80s. Thank you so much for listening to the show, guys. If you want more from us, uh, you can find us on Facebook. It's Facebook.com slash Dissecting the 80s. Instagram.com slash dissecting the eighties or dissecting the eighties on the app. On Twitter we're at dissectomania. Twitter.com slash dissectomania. I'm really active there, so if you ever want to ask a question, suggest something for the show, that's a great place to do it. Not that you can't do it on the Facebook or the Instagram too. Uh we also Or our website. Yeah. We also have a website. DissectingThe80s.com that has anything you'll ever want to know. A complete archive, a little bit of information about us, the Hall of Fame. Also, we would really, really appreciate it if you could take the time to review us on iTunes. I know it seems like a big pain, but it really takes like less than a minute to do that. You can do it right from the app. Um, and subscribe to the show, too. It really helps boost us on iTunes. We're getting more and more people every time I every time we post an episode. It's, it's a little bit bigger, and that makes me really happy. But uh, help us spread the word a little bit and get out there for more people. Uh, lastly, we got a review uh, it's titled I'm Pretty Obsessed, and it's from I Went to Western High. As someone who spent a ridiculous amount of time watching 80s film, I am so thankful for this podcast. I had the pleasure of meeting Tripp a few months ago, and he happened to mention that he has a podcast with his brother Andrew. I started with their Teen Witch episode and have been hooked ever since. Their hilarious commentary, filled with snarky remarks and references that others might consider obscure, comforts me as I realize I'm not alone in the 80s nerd universe. No, you are not. Uh, listening and laughing along with them has not only brought up some great memories, but encouraged me to check out some movies that never came across my radar. Thanks for being so awesome, guys. I love the show and hope that you'll someday consider putting out weekly episodes. Thank you very much. We appreciate the review. And remember, guys, if you review the show, we read it on the air.
1: Don't you forget about me.
0: Dissecting the 80s is a Chum Sum of This production. Ow. The things we're gonna cut out in <laughs> editing. I yes. wrote one down, and I, I realized <laughs> that I didn't. I was like, "Have we not doing yes, this week?" It's,
1: it's just gonna be me. Drop in audio. Oh, drop in
0: the audio here. I like when you give me work to do like that, that like I just ca- it's, like it's not a four or five step process for me to make things just magically appear in the time stream that like you're like, oh, yeah, yeah but just, it's worth just it. drop that audio here. Like, all right, you get it. You go hunt it down and rip it and pull it into the stream. It's worth it. <laughs> I spent like that little ghost radio play took me like an hour to cut I know, but it was so worth it. (laughs) I enjoyed it, but this,
1: not enjoyable at all.